Hi guys, I hope you're all doing well. Welcome back to CJ Podcast. I just want to say thank you so much for listening and supporting me in general. I'm really overwhelmed with the love and positive feedback that I've been receiving lately. Thank you, thank you so much. Um, this week's episode is a continuation from episode 6. So if you haven't listened to episode 6, go and have a listen to that before listening to this episode. Um, so it's a conversation with Benice and Catherine. Um, so yeah, it's just a continuation. So if you haven't listened, like I mentioned, please go back and listen to that. Everything will make sense. Um, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast um, just so you can keep up with the episodes. I try ten, I'm trying to put up episodes every week. So yeah, do subscribe to the podcast or follow us on our um, social media platforms at TGO Podcast. Enjoy this episode. You see, um, I went to this party, someone invited me to a party. So it's, oh, I'm a DJ. Actually, I met him on, I met him at a party. Mm. And then he was like, oh, you want to be my friend? I said to him, I said, at the time I had a boyfriend when I met him. I said, I have a boyfriend. He said, no, you just want to be my friend. So I was like, yeah, yeah, cool. So I gave him my number. Now, ball dance maybe went, I was still in my relationship, but it was already going like sour and I already knew. Mm. And the way I did, how I deal with relationships, if I feel like it's not working anymore, Rather than just doing the whole pull the band aid, mm. yeah, I would take it out gradually. Mm. So I would first of all remove my emotions before mm. I leave. Mm. So the thing is, my boyfriend did not realize that. You're already, it's like you're back. healing before you even mm. leave. That's it. Mm. So I was Do healing from December <laughs> until when I left him. And to him, it was just like he suddenly broke my heart. Mm. Like, okay, if you think so. <laughs> Good for you, yeah. Yeah, so I went to this party. <laughs> the guy invited me to a party, and I was like, yeah, yeah, cool. Because obviously at that point, I was like, yeah, I'm already done with this relationship anyway, but I'm still healing. Mm. So I will let myself heal, mm. and then I will physically tell him, listen, yeah. get your ass together, or I'm leaving, mm. kind of thing. So I went to this party, and I didn't know that it was a drug party. Mm. Listen, yeah, God has saved me all this life. Yeah. So I went to this party and when I walked in through the door, I was like, oh, nice place, apartment mm. and stuff. I was like, oh, apartment party! Yeah. You know how it is. And then the next thing I know, some people come in and then they start putting this um, um, shisha thing down. Mm. And I'm like, oh God, I'm asthmatic. You know, mm. I, was, I started thinking, I was like, I need to sit down by the window so that, you know. Yeah, the smoke doesn't affect you, yeah. So I'm sitting by the window and then I now start to smell the shisha. It's mm. not actual shisha, it's mm-hmm. weed that they're doing like shisha. Mm. And I'm like, oh, what is this? I need to leave this place for <laughs> because if police enter here and not jail, you get that was how my head was. I was like, I'm about here. So I'm like, okay, I'm watching this thing. And next thing they bring this brownies. I'm like, oh, I'm not someone that likes brownies. Mm. Yeah, but I like cake. Mm. So they're kind of close. And then they're like, oh, if you want some cake? I was like, it's not cake, it's brownies. So do you want some? I was like, oh, I need to just do mm. something while I'm waiting for this party to get started. Because at the point, it was just, it was still just vibes. Mm. So I, I to the minute I took a bite, I was like, oh my god, like mm. they didn't even lace it with just small uh, mm. you know drugs. It was mm. just like it was proper just drugs. Mm. The whole thing yeah, was drugs. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, what is this thing? Yeah. Hey, I started, I was like, no, I don't take mm. drugs though. And the guy was like, I don't you like it? I said, oh, really nice, really, really nice. And I'm looking at them like <laughs> So this girl walks in. The peer pressure. Yeah, and this is the point where I realized that people like abuse women mm. a lot like they take advantage of mm. women very easily and i'm not how, trying to say that how long, men, how long was it or what year was this or this how old was, it was like last year this oh, is like yeah. this is where obviously i'm someone that was abused so many times mm. get? i already knew that i was abused so many times mm. but i never really thought that people would abuse someone in the public like mm. other people are mm. 
Mm. I usually used to think that they would be what type of abuse? Like, is I'm coming to that. Okay. This is not like this is like um sexually. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm sexually abused, and this girl came into the party with this balloon. You know this thing that they suck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What that thing is? What's it called? I don't get it. Um, it's, it's nitroxide. It's nitrogen oxide. You know, like if you're well, I don't know. Do you have children? No. So when you give birth. Oh yeah, glass of air. Oh, I've had that before because of yeah, nitrogen and, and and oxygen together. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. But okay. it's in a canister. So it's it's obviously like... I'm giving out. You know the. <laughs> I'm joking. People know this stuff. Yeah. Like, you know that with cream. I've seen the the, 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 the little canisters. The canisters yeah. That make sh- yeah. So noise. basically, yeah, that is blowing. That's what they put in the balloon and then inhale. Oh, okay. Yeah. So this girl came in with that. She and her friend. And the minute they came in and she was laughing so loud, I already knew that this girl was high. Mm. And I was like, oh, this girl needs to get a group. And then I was seeing with this Ivorian girl that just, she was like, oh, that this girl's behavior is not nice. And this girl just starts to, you know, throw her body about. Like, just, mm. you know, when someone is just, Moving she, she very... didn't know what she was doing. Yeah. Okay. And then the next thing I realized, boys were proper, like, pressing, like, they, they, they touching surra- her sexually. Mm. Okay. They surrounded her, and it got to a point, someone actually shifted her pants My and put his fingers in. So when I saw that, I got up and oh, I is pulled... This, this is in the club environment? In a, not in a club, in a house party. House party, okay. So I pulled her, her friend had gone outside at the point. Mm-hmm. So I, I pulled her and I, I went into a room with mm. her. Now that Ivorian girl was in that room. So I yeah. was like, girl, we need to keep this girl. Obviously prior to that, I used to I have dreams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the thing is something I don't remember my, I don't remember things until it's happening. Then I see, I remember that mm. this is a dream I saw. Like vision. I, yeah, I've had that dream before and i did not realize that i was at the place where it was going to happen mm. so i pulled the girl into the room what in the dream i allowed what happened to her happen to her mm. right and i just i just said it's her fault mm. but at this point i i took saved her yeah yeah so i pulled her inside yeah and i said i knew this girl was going to call the police if anybody stepped about that day mm. and i knew that she was going to say they should let she would let it happen mm. because there were going to be like a couple guys to do it and she was going to permit them to do it yeah but the thing is she would say she was under the influence yeah and so she would withdraw her consent and call the police and the police is going to come in and yeah. take everybody away including me mm. right mm. so at this point i was not going to let that happen so yeah. i had to make sure that it didn't happen so i pulled her and then that was at the point i pulled her i realized oh my god this is it happening mm. again. Yeah. So I pulled her in the room and she's like, I need to go outside. I'm having fun. I was having what stupid, silly fun. But they're putting fingers up you. And I remember, oh, if I tell her that, yeah. she could actually still call the police. Yeah. So I said, okay, sit down. She said, oh, she's having fun. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a bitch. Why am I pulling her away from her party? She's having fun. And I You're said, the joy killer. Yeah. I said, to her, I said, get your head Imagine. where it's supposed to be. So I called her and I'm like, listen, this girl, mm. they're touching her. Silly. And they're putting fingers up her. Mm. Like if it was just her breast they were pulling her stuff, I would have maybe let it happen. Yeah. But the minute I saw fingers, you shouldn't even her, let that happen. No, I'm saying like because obviously she might be the one giving them her boobs for them to do mm. it. So I was like, I might have just like sat down. But the minute I saw fingers going up her, mm. I just knew that it was wrong because yeah. I wouldn't want to be. In, you know, yeah. sometimes you might have had so much to drink. Yeah. Okay. And someone just starts to pull you about and just stop. You know, initially you would think, okay. Because when she was dancing, she was just going like stupid, stupid, and mm. the boys they were slamming her up and down. And, just and do you know what? This is what this is the stuff that happens that people are not aware of. Yes. Like if you didn't have that dream. Yes. I'm I, I'm a dreamer, so yes. I understand 
prophetic yeah. dreams and 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 at all. I'm still figuring it out. But when yeah, you do too. get those dreams, they and they seem so real and then you yeah. see it happening. Yeah. It's always a sign, and I think that's the way that God uses us to try and help people. Help because people. Imagine if you weren't there. Yes, if I didn't go to that. Imagine party. if you decided not to go. Do you know what I mean? And there's so many guys, and this is obviously I'm just giving it digressing a little bit, but you know we'll talk about it later. Is where guys. Um, do this thing where they over-sexualize women. They yes. treat women like sexual objects, and it's all ah, oh, ban ah. Oh, it's just you know. Yeah. I feel like they, they I feel like they do these little things to like test the and waters. They blame test yes. the waters, and they blame the women because, like you yeah. were just saying, you're having to you're having to um, contemplate these things in your head. Oh, maybe she's the one who wants yes. it. Or maybe, and that's what people you know? do. They say, oh, well, why did she go there? And why is she flinging herself? She all was probably putting her pussy on people's faces. This like, is what I'm saying. Boys will stand and move their stand and she'll be trying to climb off them to dance. And then there'll be someone sitting there and she will bring her ass on their face and mm. go, I was like, excuse me, what's happening? And that's why I was already very irritated by her yeah. mm. so that's why like when they were doing all that to her boobs i was like i was irritated like mm. oh why is she doing this well the minute i saw that thing going and i saw the way she was she was like you she was kind dream. of she was kind of like lifeless mm. at that point and that's when i saw oh my god so why do you why do you think you have those dreams because i feel like those I dreams no i feel i this is just an opinion mm. i feel like things happen to us when we're younger or like adults whatever and we don't deal with them and it becomes something like a dream or like if you no, if you let me, let me let me let me land mm-hmm. and I if know, it's if you right. noticed the same similar or the same thing happening to someone else immediately you're like defending yourself mm. defending that person but you're defending them yourself because mm. you're thinking you yeah, had a dream that, is, that does happen because it does these, happen but that's not what it is because my dream is not always about something like that but okay I, sorry it could be anything but you i hear what you're saying because Essentially, when you think of the mind, mm. we kind of sometimes think of it surface level as just the thoughts that come through our head. Yeah. But yeah. there is your conscious mind, there's your subconscious mind. Mm. So yes, in situations like that, and I'm not saying this is you as, you know, that's what you were thinking, but you could have been acting from a place of, okay, that happened to me, nobody saves me, so I need I'm to go and safe. help her. You that, become the superhero because yeah, those situations a, no, 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 can. No, 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 it's not the entirety. That's that doesn't not mean what it that. Is for me, it it doesn't mean that that's the. But that's what I'm saying. It doesn't mean that that is the entirety mean the entire meaning of the dream. But it's one of the contributing factors pertaining to you, the person who it is. For yeah. me, like I, I can relate. So I can relate on the dream side, and I can relate from a side of well, that happened yeah. to me when I was younger because mm-hmm. I was um, molested when I was younger by yeah, me too, a family member. And it's only been over the last two years that I've actually started to go back into that and and see how it's contributed to my behaviour and certain choices that I've made. But it is where a lot of people could operate from, a place of, you know, I've experienced this. Mm -hmm. I know exactly what it's like to feel violated, especially sexually, Mm. and have no... uh, You haven't given your consent. And even, even under the influence of alcohol, there is things that we do... But you're under the, that's why they call it under the influence mm-hmm. because yeah. you're not you're not no, you're completely you're in not control. control of yeah. your behavior yeah. you're thinking so you can just be acting sporadically right to me the psychology behind a girl dancing it means everything she wants to have a good time there's it clearly shows that there's a need for attention joy, a need for attention relationships a need for feeling valued because uh, this is what most girls do because you didn't do that you didn't. I you was, you went out for there. One, yeah, for one, for, for the first time, I was actually the sitting girl the whole party. What? Was the music not banging? 
No, I think it was the drugs I saw that kind of just blew oh. me off. Yeah, it got to one. There was actually one or two songs that they played, and I just where I was sitting, I just stood up at that point and mm. just did one or two and sat back down. Mm. But the normal me, I would be in the middle of the I place know and you. Just making the whole place a mess, mm. you know. And when I pulled her away, mm. and I, I said looking for her friend, I saw her outside. I was like, "What are you doing outside? Mm. You know your friend is a mess, and you're in, you know." And she's like, I said, listen, they're putting fingers up her. You need to take her home. Mm. And she took her home. Right? And immediately after that, I picked my bag and I went. Because I knew that mm. she was coming back with police. And I think that, like, back to your question. Mm. Why do we have these dreams? From a spiritual perspective. Because I, I come from Christian faith, yeah? Mm. But understanding, like, the spirituality of who we are. Yeah. Like, we are spirit, soul, and body in it. We can't ignore that as yeah. human beings. Point blank. So when we don't... When, there's certain things in life that we always have a logical solution for. You yeah. got, a, you know, you got a physical problem, yeah. find a physical solution. You got an emotional problem, yeah. find a, a, an emotional solution. If you have a spiritual problem, what are you gonna do? <laughs> you can't deal with it as a physical or you know yeah, emotional. You have to yeah. exactly, and that's why I believe personally from having so many dreams. Because there's times when I can't lie, it's one of that everywhere. I have a dream I go and tell someone that it, 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 it's trial and error it's you know still figuring it out still working it out because it is from the supernatural realm I don't but know I think God's yeah because sometimes it's like they won't well, how would they you believe know, you, know, you? you know what really imagine what if she told see? imagine if she told the girl yeah what she saw in the dream the girl was thinking she yeah, yeah. first of all the girl could even switch on her and try and fight her we'll also yeah. be freaked out sudden, exactly. yeah because they're thinking hold on what kind of what kind of Woman is this like, oh, no, that I was traveling to Nigeria mm. and that I landed in Cameroon for some reason. Sorry, cut the roll. And um, not no, um, what's this place called? Cotonou, mm. what? where I landed. Cotonou is in uh, Republic of Benin. Oh, Benin, okay. I don't even know where Benin is. Benin Republic. I landed there and when mm. I got there, my luggage, everything was open. People were taking my clothes, my, mm. my money, because I kept my money, like the pounds in a mm. box, in the box. And, and this is in a dream. Like, yeah. Mm. And someone that like, opened the box and taking my money, taking everything. Mm. And I'm thinking to myself, what would I go and look for in Kotonou? Me. Mm. For what? Mm. And then recently, my friend was trying to go back to Nigeria because she came here for Vistful Torres and mm. she got stuck because of COVID. Mm. And so when she went for it was open, she was going to go back. There was no flights to Lagos. Mm. And then she found one to Kotonou and I was like, hey, this is it. So it was not me in the dream, it was you. Mm. All this is that you're taking with you, everything, they will open it and they'll take it away. Mm. I said, don't attempt it. So I said, I'm telling you that don't matter. She said, she doesn't want that someone talking about. Yeah. I said, listen, mm. when I had the dream, I told myself, what would I look for there? Yeah. Mm. And who do I know that is going to go there? Mm. This is Especially now, people, people, people are not working, people are not getting money. Do you get And this yeah. is you that is now going yeah. there. Obviously, it was you who was trying to tell me. Mm. Yeah. I said, if you go, the people that will steal your stuff, they will be looking at you in your face and ask mm. you what you can do about it. You won't even have money to take cab from there to go to Lagos. Mm. You won't have that kind of money because me, I didn't have money to go mm. in my dream. Do you get? Mm. So I said, I said, you will cry bitterly mm. if you go to go to me. She was like, ah, what am I talking about? Mm. Eventually, she had to look for another flight. She found another one going to Abuja. Abuja is in Nigeria mm. as well. So she found the one going to Abuja. But when I think about it, I'm like, I saw that thing in the dream just so I can warn her. 
Yes. Mm. Because if I but that's an amazing gift it, to have. Mm. Yeah, if I didn't see it, because I saw it with myself in it. Mm. Yeah, little right? did you know but it wasn't was you. For me, it was for someone else. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't know who the person is until it's, ha- it's happening. Yeah, Listen, right. That whole avenue when it comes down to who it is, spirituality. Because mm. I'm probably thinking you're thinking how does sex correlate into it? Because how is that a sex a spiritual problem? Mm. Right. If if you think of how perverted. Yeah. Sex has become in yes. this world mm-hmm. in general. Yeah. Like some yeah. on I understand you when you say it's hard to go and now go explain to other people because I had dreams where I've had all kinds of dreams, but when I started having dreams and having orgasms in my dreams and waking up and Whoa. feeling like I can't breathe feeling like you know sleep paralysis where it feels like somebody's pressing yeah, down on your chest yeah. and then and then, and then your legs. eyes open but you can't you, you can't, like, can't move yeah you feel stuck. stuck listen i have had some perverted perverted dreams bro and no, people could say that because when i was molested i didn't know that i was molested Yes. Mm. What do, what do you think it was? Yeah. What do you so think I, it was? I just thought, okay, one minute I was playing, next minute I was doing, this person was making me do this sexual thing, and then next minute I, I went I'm to the toilet, home. I peed, and then I came back and I started playing again. Like, yeah. I didn't understand As a child, nobody it. Nobody about it. In my memory, thank God I've got a good memory, like in my uh, yeah. father's side, my great grandma, who's 104, she can remember everything. So in our family, we, we've no. got this... Um, good memory thing going on right mm. so i remember bear in mind the person who did it i would always speak to i would still talk to even after after yes because this is the thing you go they, to their house, they molested like, me they what molest, molestation is where you it. what's the, even the true definition molestation is basically where you you you're 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 perverting someone's mind you, you're, yeah, doing it, you're doing it with disguise grooming yeah yeah whatever it is and even if it's for because in my memory i remember it being short for a short period of time i remember the whole thing mm. i remember it being for a short period of time but i don't i knew it was wrong i knew i felt like i was being violated but i i thought oh well, you that, person is, like, that person is my, I, I an adult. that person yeah i love I that person like or normal. that person loves like me how, how old was the person family. um at the time I think they were a teenager. Mom, and how old they were like in their thirties. They were Mom. like a proper uncle. But I was in primary school age. I was in primary school. I can't remember exactly well. how old. I don't know if I was seven. I think eight, I was in JS one actually. Secondary school was yeah. Or JS one is like uh, year seven? Yeah. It was year seven. Or like the first year in secondary school. Okay, yeah, I was about that. First so, year, second year. And yeah. I was really young because I went to secondary school really early. Mm. So I think I was in secondary school at I think nine or ten. I was nine when I was in jazz. I was in like year seven. I was like nine. Yeah. And then year eight, I was like ten. Because obviously, I went to yeah. I was like ten when that happened. Because mm. if I remember very clearly, at thirteen, I was already in senior secondary school one. So that's um the fourth year. Yeah. In oh, secondary school. Okay, okay. So I was already thirteen at that point. So. And this is the thing. Like when you go back to your childhood. Unless there's a specific thing like a birthday or something no. that happened, then you might be able to pitch what age you were. I can't remember yeah, exactly, what age. Yes. but I know it was definitely back home in yeah. Uganda, and it was in the comfort of my family home. And I don't know where my mother was. All I know is I was left with this other person, and you know, like you they can took get advantage. Left with, yeah, personal, you can even get left with older cousins. By the way, yeah, nobody yeah. like I've got friends who've told me stories. 
maybe it was like somebody who was but they were it was like they're, they, they're of quote unquote age yeah but then at well the they time, they knew they what they were doing them, yeah they knew this what they were doing yes yeah, he was he was about getting married because like, we assume that by te- we assume that by teenage years especially when it comes down to males we assume they know what they're doing and i don't yeah. know why but somehow i've but always then, grown up thinking that boys teach i think them. i think no. rather than saying they knew what they were doing i would say they didn't know any better yeah, but, yeah, but I feel, I feel like for them, for them they, were, they had these hormones happening with them. Like, yeah. about teenagers. Yeah. Hence why I'm trying to use, yeah, they, they didn't know they did better. Whereas your situation being, is different. No, listen, yeah. If I was to talk about being molested, yeah, we're going to have a few days. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, we're gonna have the whole day talking though. about it, it's and true. they're different people. Yeah, yeah. yeah I had the teenagers actually that did them, but when I look at it, if I look back now, I'm like, yeah, at that age, they have these hormones and they're just so used to it. The, now they're trying to become sexually active and they're thinking about how to do it. And the easiest way for them to do it is just to find somebody to yeah. do it with, and then they, they find this little cousin that's a girl and has a hole mm. and they just want to put something through it. And they just find themselves doing like weird things. Mm. That's for those ones that are like teenagers. But I can't explain it for someone that's in his thirties, mm. right? Like this man proper put fingers in me, Damn. right? And he would feed me like beer, mm. so that I'm proper like I don't feel the pain as mm. much. It's afterwards I start feeling the sore, like oh something mm. like. But you don't you don't find yourself telling anybody about it. Yeah, and I think that's yeah. where we know that something wrong happened because yeah. we, if we actually thought it was normal, we'd yeah. tell because I was like four mm. when I, I was first molested, molested. I was like Damn. four. Some cousin of mine mm. laid me and just you know on top of me used this um, penis to just rub my pussy. So when my mom came back, I was like, "Mom, I learned a new game." So I took my teddy and I showed. I remember showing my mom. You know, imagine that kind of memory at yeah. four. You remember something yeah. like that? I brought. No, the, that was. At that was the first person that you know at four years me. old. Four years old. Oh my god! That is shocking to you. You'd be surprised to know how moms, kids of moms infants get molested. Yes. Even children inside. Oh the my womb god! Not, you know, that's a topic. Okay. Whoa, 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 whoa! In the womb. Yes. There yeah, are there men that are molested by pregnant women. Girl. When you're pregnant, they want to sleep with a woman that's pregnant for a girl, so that they, you know, just to touch the child. Yeah, from inside. touch the child from inside. So it basically, when it comes down to that whole avenue of sex, it's a big territory because yeah. you, we, we think we're just knocking two sexual organs together and having fun, getting no. endorphins, feeling great. Spiritually, because that is something God created for us to enjoy. Remember. Through that, a baby can be conceived, yeah. like a whole human with a brain, with nerves, with this. You know what I mean? There's a there's a whole spiritual realm um, that God in that I think He designed. I know He designed entirely for us to enjoy. Yeah. However, we live in a realm where there is good and evil, and we have to face the reality that there is an evil realm that does not want anything of God's to prosper or to for us to flourish and enjoy it right yeah. so sex was created god made it as fun for us yeah. but then we forget to go to him and ask him about those type of stuff and even for example churches or other yeah, but like religions a, don't a church about. wouldn't tell you anything. they do girl i don't know what churches you know but i know plenty well because it just doesn't strike me as something that they talk about i've never maybe because, i've never heard anything in the bible it does say from when it comes to that whole sexual immorality, flee from it, right? Yeah. So people usually 
but they talk about the negative more than they do the positive yeah so if you know that there's some serious dangers in in a certain area people become fearful and then they teach that fear to other people whereas it was initially supposed to be something that is open to discuss in yeah. the church because god created it however under the sacred of marriage yeah under the sacred of i think vows, maybe that's why in church yeah. they don't talk about it but you know what yeah in the bible there was no actual like wedding wedding mm. you know marriage is actually two people coming together with and god. To live together with god yeah? yeah but i think living relationships i don't like living relationships i won't lie to you i'm not i'm not for it i don't want to do it mm. but i feel like that's a kind of marriage as well as mm. well the only because difference is that it's not like having, events okay you know do you know about soul ties babe Mm-mm. tell okay, me so when you yeah, have so when you're having sex with somebody that you're not necessarily you know uh equally well i don't want to go on equally this. yoked yeah equally yoked is a good way because it's it's the best way to describe it yeah but in simple terms mm-hmm. when you're having sex outside of a covenant with god outside of a protection spiritually that mm-hmm. has good purpose yeah for that protection yeah then anything can happen so essentially when you you know when they say uh, you know adam and eve were one or, yeah you know when you get married you become one when you join sexual organs together your whole souls join, join together yeah. mm-hmm. and and so which is actually your emotions marriage, now yeah. if you've gone through a whole heap of trauma yeah and then you go sleep with somebody who hasn't guess what the person's gonna get then you're passing this spiritually but because in the surface level okay it shows up on the surface level right i feel like i feel like i should get my notebook and start writing down this stuff (laughs) (laughs) but but this is stuff that people don't delve into people don't talk about sex from a spiritual standpoint because if if it's not church people who think they're too good or they're too proud and 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 they're perfect because they're just married and other people are not married and they're having sex outside you know i mean there's always something that um prohibits us from having these healthy conversations and from being taught so like i know like church i go to if i go to my leaders with a sexual matter issue they're going to talk to me do you know what I mean? Because essentially, it's such a. It's, it's heavy but how territory. does how does the conversation go? Because I've actually I've, I've I've used I used to go to church and I've never heard a sermon. That, yeah. You know that has anything to do with sex. Yeah, I just I think that the they talk is, about marriage and yes, union and all that. That's what it is. The thing is, a lot of times, yeah, with um, churches, yeah, there's a lot of hypocrite, um, hypocritical thing going on there. Yeah, there's this whole holier than thou mm-hmm. kind of thing happening and a lot of churches want to portray that they're perfect or mm. they're they're clean and pure mm. yeah and they don't want to bring up topics and they that judge people who that's don't it. live life like maybe the what they, they think is yes. right so that's so why essentially there is hit and miss obviously i go to a church you know my church yeah I go there, I have heard them talk about it, but not in necessarily a setting where it's like, yeah, let's just go and now start saying it because kids might walk by, you know, there's been times where on a Sunday it's been spoken about and obviously spoken about in a way that is uh, very mindful of the people, how they're going to receive it, you know, because you can hear a wrong message and you can leave with offence. You can, you know, it depends where people are at in their own lives as well. But then when I've, when I've, being in the women's type of groups, yeah, where it's like this is still at like church. Yeah, okay. Yeah, there's, there's, uh, I, I don't know entirely now because mm. I, I can't 
swear by that because I the church sometimes is very self self sufficient. Yeah. So they run different things here, wherever. But one thing I do know is that whenever it comes down to the whole marriage talk, it is normally like one of those things where it's like, hi, there's a safe space, number one, mm. for us to talk about relationships in general. Yeah. Now, obviously, it's down to um, to what level. Because you, can have, you can have teenagers that are there that they could hear something and think, oh, well, this is good. And then you go out and do you see a situation you can't discern properly and make good judgment. So you think, oh, but God made sex. God said sex is good. But then, they, well, then they this boy, is he loves me. He's got all these good qualities. He said he likes God. Mm. So he says, why should he wait? Why should he wait? Marriage is just a paper. Marriage is just a certificate. Yeah. So she will be like, probably weighing up the options and be like, mm, well, might as well just have sex. Because she has taken the message and not necessarily known what to do with what it. Do so with there's, it, yeah. there's, that's why some churches are very careful but they do encourage them come and talk to us do you know what i mean don't deal with these struggles yourself and it's up to us to break out yes when you say to people come and talk to us Mm. people people like you know people deal with things differently Mm. like for instance me i will go and talk to some person some pastor and say to him oh yeah i'm having sex troubles no i'm not gonna do it Mm. i feel like you'll use me as an example do you get it (laughs) but you see a lot of times i've heard people like pastors talk about sex has been like wedding talk mm. when they're saying you know sleep with your wife everywhere in the house christine every corner <laughs> of the house and listen i buy into that if i buy a new house and i'm married well the children I'm are wet i'm christening every corner of the house with our spirit <laughs> yes I'm so bad. that there's part of us everywhere this is the thing this yeah, and then for the first year you see how risky it is because, like, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying, do you see how risky it is? That kind of thing. Now, like, imagine going that. and talking that about that oh, on a Sunday. Yeah. You can't go with... Because Especially, you have an understanding No, but of, weddings of also have... Weddings also have, like, younger kids. Mm. So yes, I can see it. how they can... Especially some kids are, like, way too mature for their age. So, exactly. like, ooh, what did he say? I'm saying... Chris, rather than Rather than deal with those little little things, you can deal with after you get married. Do you understand? But when yeah. you get married, you're gonna hit a whole lot of problems anyway that you have to work through. So it's easier to talk about the covenant. It's easier to talk about the covering that marriage gives you. Like, why is it when you go into God? Why is it safe? Yeah. Why is sex safe? I trust now. Pauline, after making several mistakes and experiencing sex outside of marriage, brother, I know now I'm not risking. In it for anybody my spirit has to say safe same this will are you practicing are you practicing oh. celibacy i would say abstinence because i believe that celibacy is more like i can just do without sex forever mm-hmm. whereas abstinence is like i will wait until i feel safe and god has got my back i need a divine confirmation i need i, I just need the shelter that mm. God provides me in it. He's got good promises for me and he's got good intentions for me. Mm. So why the hell am I going to do that outside? I've been abused. Uh-huh. I've been raped whilst being in a relationship. Like I'm What, by faced, the same partner? Yes. I've faced sexual assault, violence, whatever you want to call it. I, it's, it. It's enough that I've gone through for me to say, I trust God's way now. But each to their own. Because it's a journey and yeah. it's about experience. It teaches you certain things. Your experience with sex is not going to be the same as anyone else's. Yeah. It's going to be maybe similar. You might have your similar things that happen uh-huh. to both of you, but the way you, exactly. you deal with it is different. Yeah. Like, I remember that after I got raped, yeah, for a few years, mm. I couldn't open my body to anybody. Mm. Julia, like, 
It's not like I had oh self-hate or anything, mm. but every time I attempted to have sex, I would bleed. When? How old were you? And why were you having sex? I was not a child. I was old. Okay. Because now I'm thinking mm. you. you well, t- okay. The thing is, people didn't know. I like to talk about sex a lot. Yeah. Because mm. I'm a very, I'm very crazy. Stupid, yeah. She's very but, sensual. Yeah. Well, doesn't know, mean that not mean, not, doesn't mean that I have a lot of sex. Yeah. It's just that I enjoy the topic. Yeah. Do you get? Yeah. Like I don't care where it goes. Is mm. it the good part, the bad sides, the spiritual mm. bit of it? I just like to talk about it because I feel like it's a way where two people actually come and connect, mm. and it's very important. I like connection so Listen, much. It has its benefits. Yes. Do you get? Good and also orgasm. I love orgasms. You see. <laughs> but yeah. what happened? When that happened to me, I said, my head or my or my let's say my brain did something mm. and every time i every time i attempted it i didn't have sex for like two years and then when i finally said i was ready and i attempted it i would bleed mm. initially i thought it was because um i was tight or whatever again and i was like oh my god virgin again yay and then the next time it happened again and again and i kept asking myself what is this thing yeah and then i was like what is it what is it and then eventually i found out that it was my brain sending that message trauma. Trauma. Oh. yeah so basically what your brain does your subconscious mind anytime that it it, it gets into a future or present reality that is mm. similar to a past yes. reality it just it just acts the same way so like for example like you just mentioned it's like you're traumatized it's you back it's replaying yeah it's replaying that and it's replaying exactly what What you went through yes because that body it's like a computer if you if you put a setting on a computer if you program it a certain way it's going to run a certain way so now if you now if you see something it all it takes is remember our gateways our eyes smell sense of smell uh taste hearing and feeling so if somebody like even me i don't like when uh there's little triggers like for example men shouting at me i don't like it i can't take it i don't care who you are my cousin my 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 uncle's friend i don't know where does that come from though because of trauma okay but like what happened what 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 happened basically i went through a domestic violent relationship with my children's father Mm. so that trauma can replay itself in the present if I do have a man shouting at me. So yeah. I remember having a disagreement with one of my family members. Not a disagreement, I was trying to have a conversation with one of my family members. And he's a male. And I literally like had good intentions. I was trying to get my words in out, but as soon as he heard something, I don't know, it triggered him. He went into an episode of shouting at me. I went through a moment where I went for panic attack. So I started to notice my body shaking from my feet everywhere. Everything was just Sorry, I'm, I'm obviously imitating it. Yeah. You see, see? Yeah. What I'm feeling now is what I felt then. Because I'm now talking about it. Yeah. And that's what your brain does. It replays the exact same scenario, even within a present situation. Yeah, even when it's so not he from. is my family member, but he's, shout, he's shouting at me. Now my mind is freezing. It's gone blank. My body's shaking. So basically, go for a setting like how we're sitting down here. Mm. And then I'm feeling this in my body. Mm. But he don't get it. So I put my legs up, I clench, put my kind of chest. This is my, with your family yeah, member. Knees, yeah, I brought my knees upwards towards my chest because this is, I, I think it had happened to me before and I knew I didn't like it. So I just 
developed a coping mechanism so if i have a panic attack again i know what to do so i just instinctively brought my knees up to my chest held my knees head down to keep my body close so that i don't feel like i'm gonna Explode. yeah like yeah. i don't feel like i'm now gonna start either falling on the floor i don't know what's gonna happen like i obviously facing it by myself alone it's not nice mm. so i'm scared and he's just shouting and shouting then he said to me so what you think you think you doing this is, is gonna make me and he's feel sorry for you do you think you he, he's, he's judging trigger. he's judging my panic attack yeah can you imagine i'm having a panic attack right there you're judging my panic attack and so obviously I can because hear you must him. have had that before. Someone said yeah. that to you before. It yeah. would make you double. Bro, if you knew, he slammed my door. I heard the net because I live on a ground floor flat with a, a garden. So yeah. I hear him go out the main door, go through the garden, the front garden. I hear him in the car skidding. Yeah. You know when somebody's doing a quick turn, yeah. they don't want to do a three point. They're gonna go. Like it was the, obviously they did a three point sorry <laughs> he did a three point turn and I can hear the I can hear the tires mm. from inside my yard mm. so my senses were very alert you know and in that moment it took me back to that trauma so these are things that most people I think just because of the type of person I am yeah I'm very deep anyway so I like to analyze why I behave a set why is this happening to me I'm always inquisitive about things yeah. So I did call him back and I tried to, I called him back after about maybe five minutes because then now he's left. The shouting is gone. So just thinking, the panic why? attack is, is dying down. I'm starting to, so I reached for the phone and my thing is damage control because brother, I'm, I, what I was saying wasn't even supposed to hurt you anyway. I'm here trying to, I'm trying to have a conversation with you where I'm not, I'm not attacking you, but you're hearing something else i think hold on i i'm not disregarding yeah. your story at all i'm just thinking like you see how you had something that triggered you yeah. to get into the episode that he that also him. had something exactly. that triggered him and it is mm-hmm. something that he has probably experienced in the past yeah. that got him thinking everybody, like everybody every damn person walking on this podcast has kind of trigger off. yeah, yeah. Even, you just me, never know and that's literally what happened is that I was talking, I was trying to explain. Maybe the words just came out the wrong way. All he or maybe heard those was, exact words yeah. he's been heard. You know, some people's triggers had, are just not you know, talking. Someone said to me. Well, first of all, he doesn't express himself anyway. He doesn't necessarily have an open way of expressing what's going on with him. He does it, he channels it a different way, right? Mm. So I know him. I know who the type of person he is. Mm. I know the way he operates. So I'm not surprised that he was triggered. Because I, I can see the root of the issue rather than just the surface level of you're just shouting at me. However, yeah. you shouting at me, my body is doing something else. I can consciously understand. Yeah, but he, he doesn't know. He doesn't know this. That's my Yeah, point. but he, he, like, he knows when he's going to go home because people are aware of what they do. You Okay, when when something when you've done something wrong, you, you'll always be aware of it. You yeah, can just either just choose to justify it. it, yeah, accept it, or talk about it, whatever. But normally even at that in point the moment. Also stopped mm. because when you see someone do that the person's obviously scared or something mm-hmm. and you're like i'm not even coming close to her why is she scared why is she mm-hmm. scared you need to stop at that point and be like excuse me am i hurting you 
I didn't even touch you. Mm. Why are you scared of me? Am I a monster or something? This is and at that point, what would have happened? It would de-escalate what is happening with her. Yeah. And then maybe come down to a point she'd be like, oh, I'm sorry, it's not about you. But it's just like, mm-hmm. your shouting is doing that to me. I think I think also, like, in, in this world that we live in, what I've learned, I've had conversations with people where it, go, it has gone left. When I say left, like... It started out night and it ended left, left, left. Like someone almost dying, someone almost getting, Mm -hmm. like, do you know what I mean? And I've learned, like, you never know what someone's trigger is, like you said. Mm -hmm. And also just, like, be wary. Like, any little thing that triggers you, it can trigger someone else. else. Like, and so when you're talking to someone, be mindful. But then again, that kind of puts you on edge about talking to someone. You got no, no, no. But so I'm not walking around on eggshells. I'm just aware. So about, if I'm talking to you and you go on hissy fit about something, I'm like, okay, so like I, I said something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, so I said something. So I'll just like, you I'll know what, Venice, yeah, yeah, yeah. love you. Yeah. Let's leave it there. That's different from you not like actually not saying what you feel when you're feeling. No, it. but it means I need to take that take means a at break. That point, you need to stop. I yes. need to stop and or take you a break. Still remember that right. you know you need to let things out or else. Mm-hmm. Oh no! When I say take a break, remember I said take a break. Yeah. I'm coming back for you. Okay. I'm just taking a break because right now I said something that kind of puts mm, you off. Yeah. So I need to come back to you when you're ready. Mm, I'm yeah. like, listen, I didn't mean whatever I said. I don't know what I said. Maybe you can help me. But yeah, this I is what I meant. It's as simple as someone saying to me, Ipina. Mm, yeah. yeah. Mm. Or mm. That thing triggered me so much. I didn't, be, I didn't believe like something small like that. Why would yeah. it trigger me? Mm. And then it brought back to what the guy said to me yeah. after he finished raping, he's like, "Do really? So when yeah. he said that, what 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 does that mean? It's like it's like it's um, pigeon. So it's like oh yeah, he, sorry, he I don't speak. You. Do you get like, like it really hurt? Like you. right, like, he hurt you. you. Like it hurt you. Like what I did to you hurt you. Good. So it's like, like he did it on purpose. Yeah, like do you get. So now that was the that punishment or whatever he was trying yeah. to say, basically. Do you get? So when he did so that, like that's that's evil. My point. When he said that, I didn't. We didn't register at that point that that was going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. But then my friend, a female friend, mm. we were having a conversation about something, and then she just used that word, and I was like mad. I just started shouting at her. Don't you say that to me, no one. She said it again. I said, stop saying it. She said it again. Mm. I said, stop saying it. And she was like, why are you shouting? You never said that now. I was like, um, yeah. it actually it's has gone to that point. Like something, someone, someone else said something small, like. Um, I'm taking my time. Mm. Um, I'm taking my time to get feelings. Mm. And it triggered me. That's the end of part two. Tune in next time for the final part of the conversation uh, with Kathy and Bernice. Thank you so much for supporting and listening to TG Your Podcast. Please don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and following our social media. And that's at TG Your Podcast. Um, thank you so much and please leave a comment and send us your feedback Um, thank you again so much and we'll catch you very soon bye bye